another episode of Snacks in the City. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. Hey. Today's a very special day. For who? You. Me. Literally. Our listeners. Because this is our last episode as two 20-somethings getting by on coffee, cocktails, and great cleavage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are two hours and 50 minutes out of my 30th birthday. And you know what I'm doing on the eve of my 30th birthday? <laughs> babysitting. It's, um, girl, you gotta just, like, respect your hustle you know because if there's one thing about maddie is she's gonna make a buck you know i'm gonna make them and i'm gonna spend them there are bucks to be made bucks to be made how are you i'm a tornado oh no like inside of me there's a tornado and i actually have been dying to record because um Today was just, like, really crazy and stressful, capped to, like, a really crazy stressful week, but I also am, like, very, like, happy with how this week went, because while it was crazy and, like, insane, I, like, crushed it. Like, I was overwhelmed and stressed and all the things, but, 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 I just feel like this week was a really good one for me, and my boss and I had some really good conversations, and, um... I got some really good feedback and um, not just from her, like from some colleagues in some really important spaces. And so while it is like terrible and I'm feeling very stressed, like I literally, you know, when you get really stressed and you have like knots in your shoulder and your neck, like, oh my God, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. And so like literally just sitting here to like record the episode, I'm like in pain. I like need to take a hot shower and stretch, but like also, I was, like, feeling very rewarded by it all. Like, I'm very tired and, like, cranky, but, like, well, hey, balance, with a slight you know? good hue to it. And something happened that um is not, like, a good thing. But, like, you know, sometimes you just, like, need a sign from the universe to, like, confirm something. Like, there's nobody around. It's just you. It's just a thought. It's just a feeling. Like, nothing has happened. You're like, am I crazy? Mm-hmm. The powers that be. Am I crazy? Or like, okay. So and I happened. got one of those today. And like, I just let me take you through it, okay? So, um, for anyone who listens to this show all the time, what I'm about to say is not going to be new news to you. If you are a newer listener, I have a psychic bone. Her name is Petunia. Um, sometimes we call her other things, but. For the most part, her name's Petunia, and um, I say that I have a psychic bone because um, I just, like, get a feeling sometimes, or I just, like, don't know why I know something, but I know it, and, like, in the moment, I sound crazy, but, like, when I know something, I know it. It's, like, this very crazy, like, certainty, and... I only have one psychic bone. So I'm always working with like a half-baked thought. But that shit always comes true. And it's crazy. Like every time it happens, I'm like, 
do you have a psychic bone or are you nuts and your friends are enabling you? Do you know? <laughs> but like then a couple weeks later, I'll be like, Both. yes. Like, right? Like it's, it just happened so many times. It's like, are we all crazy? Or like at this point, it's like, it's got to be real. And also several, you know, the tarot lady said it. The aura lady said it. It's like, my psychic bone is real. And she proved herself today. Mm-hmm. And I love a full circle moment. So not that long ago, a couple weeks ago, we had our book club and it was my turn to host. And um, my old college roommate slash like one of my best friends, we like – we never like had a falling out or anything. We just like, um, you know, we don't live, we didn't live near each other. And so we were talking not as often as we used to. And like, um, just like very different lifestyles for a little bit. Um, but she like recently moved back to the city and we've been in this like great friendship rekindle. Okay. So we're, you know, talking about stories that are a little bit old. Cause I've got to get her caught up on my life because you know, we had some Yes. And so mm-hmm. um, her and I just had this conversation um, about an ex of mine. And I was like, yeah, I'm starting to like evolve my thinking on like soulmates because I think that my thought process is what's hindering me from finding something new. Like, I think I need to like switch up how I think about these things and approach it. And she was like, oh my God, what do you mean? So we're unpacking it. And I feel like I talked about it. And from that moment, every single day, I have this weird feeling of like, hmm, hmm. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know when he's going to do it, but I know, I know that on his end, he is thinking about me. I know that he is thinking about me, and I know that he is going to show his little curly head. I know that he is, because I just know, because this is how it works. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's going to be good. I don't know if it's going to be bad. I just know it's going to happen. And like, Every other time I've said it, it's real. It happens. And that was weeks ago, okay? Every day something pops in my head and I know like when I get fixated on random things or people, like I know something's coming. So I'm like feeling anxious. And then just randomly one of my cousins was like bringing him up. And I was like, that's weird because it's been like a very long time like that you would just like randomly bring that up. We weren't talking about anything that would trigger that thought. And I was like, see, there is something brewing. I know it. Okay. Step two. So then um, a couple more weeks go by this like lingering thought and it's not, nothing is triggering it, right? Like you don't just think of ex-boyfriends, like something triggers it. So it's like, oh my God, there's really something brewing in the universe here yesterday. I, yesterday I am on Instagram and I noticed that my follower count went up by one, but I have no notification saying that I got a new follower and I never got a notification about like getting a new follower. I double check my notifications and um, there's no notification about a new follower. So um, naturally I hop over to Twitter and I tweet my follower count on Instagram went up by one, but I didn't get a new follower. So I hope whoever unblocked me is a boy who wants to kiss me. And Yes, that was last night. Guess who liked my story and my last Instagram, like, grid photo? Oh, my God, who? The ex-boyfriend that I have been having a weird feeling that he was going to stick his little nose out to test the waters. And I was right. I was right. The one who always does? Which one? 
Um, I feel like, no, like, genuinely, there is more than one, um, but there is one. Like, your most recent boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, mm. um, I would just like for it to be on the record that, um, I am aware, I'm not afraid of sounding like a crazy person on the internet or in real life, um, because Petunia... The psychic bone has my back. And so I just would like for everyone to know that, like, I, like, also, like, a real genuine crazy person had to explain this to my therapist one time. Um, I was like, I know the difference between, like, when I'm being crazy and, like, fixating on a person because, like, I, it's more convenient to just, like, continue to date them. And, like, when it's, like, this psychic bone giving me a little sign. Like, Mm -hmm. My mom was like, yeah, you're just like disassociating sometimes. Like um, me and this guy, we've broken up more than once. So like the first time we broke up, I took it like, I mean, you would have thought that my doctor told me I was terminally ill and I was never going to have any fun. And like, I was going to be miserable and I had two weeks to live the way I was behaving. Oh I mean, God. I was distraught. But then like at a certain point, literally, I just like stopped being sad. And my mom was like, I'm so happy to see you moving on. Like, you're doing so great. It's like you have life back in your face. You're eating. Like, I'm so happy. And I was like, moved on? Who moved on? Not me. And she's like, oh, what? And I was like, yeah, it's just like, I don't feel the need to be sad anymore. And like, I don't know how to explain it. But it's like, I just know that like, this is not a finished story. So there's like, not really a point crying. Like, I don't know when, but like, I know that he is going to reach out and we are gonna date again and so like there's no point in crying because like we're gonna get back together (laughs) which like is concerning but I was right and it happened I'm skipping a lot of details to like save myself from sounding psychotic but like exactly how I said it would happen is what happened I did not curate it it just like actually happened that way because I have gifts so like that happened today and I like just started dying laughing (laughs) That is so crazy. Because, like, for weeks now, I've been like, Brie, you gotta just, like, you have to let this go. It's crazy. It is crazy, but. But, like, every time, like, I always tell my roommate, too, because I always, like, try to just, like, keep my crazy contained to, like, one friend. And I feel like she's the most convenient, you know? Like, she can't escape me. We live together. (laughs) So I, like, contain it to her. And I'm like, I just, like, don't know what it is. But, like. I'm feeling like maybe I regret. Like last time he asked me to hang out, he like seemed like he had something pretty serious to say. And I kind of just like blew it off. I was like, I want you to leave me alone. Like just, even though it's like not really what I wanted to say, I just felt like that's what, I was like, I need this chapter to like be something different or like be gone forever. And like, I'm tired of this right now. And I was like, I feel like he's going to do it again. Like we both had an agreement. Like, all right, we've got to. Right. This is just like not good for either of us. It's just like the will they won't they uh just like leave it alone. He's back. He's back. He's back. So what are you gonna do about it? Wait um, it out and see what happens. Um I mean it just happened, truly, like not that long ago. So I haven't really thought out how I even feel about it. I'm mostly just like happy to have another validation that, that Petunia 
is real and it's not like something I'm convincing myself of and like using as an excuse to like, you know, make crazy choices. I'm like Pensatucky. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. As I spew for five minutes straight an absolutely crazy story. Yeah, but it's real. (laughs) Yeah, really. And so that's why I'm a tornado and I really actually am disassociating from all of those things right now. And I just like cannot wait to have fun for your birthday. I think I've talked about your birthday more than you have. Um, I think there are several people who probably think that I have like a weird lesbian crush on you. I like have not shut up about you and your birthday. So yeah. And like speaking of you and your birthday. How are you feeling? Like, tell me what's going through your almost thirty-year-old brain right now. Um, it's I'm it's like whatever now. I don't want to be thirty, but it's like, what are you gonna do? You know? Yeah, like unfortunately, it's not like you can opt out. We I mean, could. Oh my God, Maddie! No, I'm not going to. But um, but I think that um, I was just looking at your. TikTok and a real true blue silver lining is if you wanted to be the kind of girl who lies about your age, you 1000% could because honestly, like for someone who doesn't know you, I'm sure it's jarring, but like even as someone who knows you, I was watching your TikTok and you're like, tomorrow's my 30th birthday and I'm looking at your face and it's like, "Mm -mm, absolutely not. Like something's not adding up. And like, I know you. Like, you look nothing close to 30. And so, like, for a stranger, honestly, it's probably going to be the other way. Like, people turn 30 and then start lying and say, oh, no, no, I'm 27. When my mom turned 30, she was, like, 28 for, like, every birthday for the next couple years. Um, And my mom also has a very young face, so she, like, you know, got away with that. But I feel like you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm 30. And people are going to be like, why are you lying? (laughs) Yeah, like what? People don't lie. Like, I think you could tell me, like, obviously I know you, but I think, like, you could honestly genuinely get away with saying, like, you're celebrating your 21st birthday tomorrow. No. I swear to you, Maddie. Like, 21? You don't look close to 30 even a bit. Nothing. Watch, just let's try it tomorrow. When somebody brings it up, just, like, be like, oh, yeah, it's my 21st birthday, and, like, see how they respond. I'm serious. You look so young, and like, thirties are for thriving. It's gonna be great. Thank you. Also, like, um, you just have to make it great because there's no going back. Exactly. <laughs> so the kids are sleeping. Obviously, it's like nine forty, but now I'm having like those fa- like I keep feeling like I hear them. And you're like, oh my god, are you okay up there? Yeah, and like their monitor doesn't work, so. The stress. They have like the Google Home, but like I'm not gonna bring it downstairs with me. But I guess it. I'll be back upstairs soon. So it's fine. Just gotta finish my makeup so that when I get home at eleven, I can go to my cousin's birthday party. <laughs> um, what's my favorite thing about you? What's my favorite thing about you? You are a fun time girl, and you're always just like ready to go, ready for the next adventure, and like. That's me. But mm-hmm. I forgot to bring a regular bra, so I have to wear a sports bra, which is fine because, like, 
my sweater is big and chunky, so. No, nobody's even going to know unless you take your tablet. I'm not. I can't. I mean, I can. I always can, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not on the table for today. No. All right. So, do you want to get into the top three? I sure do. I sure do. And I, I sure do. I sure do. I think that you're really going to like this roundup, so let's just jump right in. Um, so, story number one, we are hitting Splitsville. Harry Styles Thank and God. Wilde are reportedly on a break after two years of being together and, like, a mountain of drama. Like, I don't think there's a single person on Earth surprised by this. Except for maybe Olivia Wilde. You know? Yeah. Is it the um, I'm glad it's over. It's like, mm, he's my soulmate. And it's like, ma'am. I'm everybody's soulmate. <laughs> I don't think so. It's like, he's Harry Styles. And so I get it. Like, I think that he might actually be made a little bit of like magic. Because there is just something about Harry Styles. Um, yeah. Like, do you think she feels silly for, like, leaving her, like, full-blown family to follow Harry Styles around on his world tour and, like, doing every single interview ever talking about how he's just so magical and so talented and, like, now it's over? Yeah, I think she like, probably does. I would be so embarrassed. But, like, you've got to read the room. He is a 20-something pop star legend. He's, like, jumping into his acting bag right now. He's somehow at his peak and, like, ready to hit the next one all at the same time. Did you think he was going to, what, stop that and marry you and raise your children with you? I just, that didn't seem like it was ever in the cards. So, like. I'm glad they're broken up because honestly, I'm tired of reading about it. Me too. Next. Next. <laughs> I came up with this little headline by myself, and honestly, I think it's pretty clever. Next up, we are talking about the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster tragedy of 2022. Love that alliteration. Thanks. Um, you know, the reaction was a little more lackluster than I was expecting, but it's okay. From me? Yeah. I mean, it's to be expected. I'm sorry. Um, but you acknowledged, you know, what I was trying to do. So I'm, I'm still pleased. Um, so basically, if you live under a rock, I'll just give you a couple of spark notes. Um, Taylor Swift, she's kind of a big deal. She is going on tour for the first time in quite a while. Okay. And she's the Eras tour. Oh, my God. What? Tur- the Eras tour? Um, I've been talking to um my family while trying to like plan um finalize thanksgiving plans and like the country just you know jumps out sometimes my bad um so she's going on tour and like it's a big deal because i think this is like such a fun time for her in her career you know she's re-recorded some of her albums she'll probably wrap that up and pop those songs out pretty back to back for us to just you know continue to feel all the feels and um, this is a fun space because she's got new fans. She's got old fans. 
all at the same time enjoying this music like you know like for people our age and older this is you know obviously the second time around like the tiktok generation and younger this is their first time really being like oh my god taylor swift this shit slaps that girl can mm-hmm. write a song and so like what a fun space to like concerts just always are so like fun the energy like being in a room full of people that love the same thing you love and just like singing together like I'm not even like a hardcore Swift here and I am so upset with like how this has all rolled out because let me tell you I sat through the stress of that first day of the pre-sale codes okay 10 a.m the site was crashing within three minutes it was a full like literally eight and a half hours of refreshing and refreshing and refreshing and it's never working and the code that they gave you does not work and it's like you're a bot you're a bot you're a bot but like you're not a bot you're using the code that they literally gave you um and so then it's like you know you do all that for the whole day just to like you know have no tickets frustrating so you know i hit round two I've got a friend who's got the Capital One card. And so she's like, all right, you know, Max is out at six. I'm going to buy the six. And um, we're going to, we're going to do it. I'll give you the two. And like, it's going to be great. Same thing. Like seven straight hours of refreshing and refreshing and refreshing and not even being able to find two seats together. Okay. And then like to try to buy six separate seats all over the arena. Like it was just a nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. She finally gets through because again, these codes don't work. She finally gets through. It crashes. She has to log back in, start over, put the code in and it says sold. Okay. So, you know, we are defeated. And then Ticketmaster says, you know what? We just like didn't anticipate this and um, this much demand, um, which is dumb. Mm-hmm. More than dumb. This is like they're actually like truly being investigated by the FBI because like they're wondering if this is like some sort of um, like false advertising fraud situation going on because it's like actually crazy. Um, which like I won't get into all of it. Like if you care please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or in my Instagram DMs because I have seen some things today. I have been, you know. Mm. Um, so, well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I won't get into it because I feel like it'll just take far too long and it'll be a rabbit hole that only, you know, so many people care about. So, like, if you want to know, maybe I'll make a TikTok about it and then, like, we can chat there. Um, but then Ticketmaster is like, oh, well, we just, like, had no idea that it would be this many people. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Long story short, they tweet that um, the general sale, they do two days of pre-sale, the general sale is supposed to go um, live at 10 a.m. on Friday, the night before. They tweet the general sale uh, rollout is canceled because um, everything's sold out. Oh, my God. And it's just, like, crazy to me because um, Ticketmaster, they're the host, they're the host company. So they are quite literally the only people that know each arena how many seats there are. They are the only people who know how many pre-sale codes they gave out. They are the only people who know, like, okay, like they chose. Each person with a pre-sale code can buy up to six tickets. Which is dumb. So I'm just confused. They're obviously lying because it just does not add up. 
the amount of tickets that were sold. There's no way that these arenas, I mean, it's Taylor Swift. She's not doing like your local theater. How do you sell it out and then say you're confused how it happened? Yeah. You let it happen because you wanted to make fishy. And it's just like crazy because now like the people who bought all these tickets, like they're reselling them. They weren't actually Taylor Swift fans. They like know because this happened with Harry Styles' tour. Also, Ticketmaster is just like not well run or set up. And so these people they do this. Like and now the only way that like actual Taylor Swift fans can go see Taylor Swift is if they buy these crazy price gouged priced ticket like the prices are insane. And it's sick if you look at StubHub. The amount of seats that are available for resale is crazy. Because, like, when you look at Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, there is no shortage of very sad Swifties, okay? And then you open up StubHub, and it's like, these people don't care. They don't want to see Taylor Swift. They want to make a quick buck. And um, it's terrible. It's really mean what they're doing to people. And, like, I'm a mid-level fan, and I'm really upset about it. Um, So I can't imagine how the... Swifty Nation is doing like the actual hardcore fans. It's just like really sad. Well, I don't think they're doing well. I've heard that they're really doing very poorly. Yeah, but Taylor Swift did acknowledge what's going on. And um, I don't know what she's up to, but the tone of her Instagram story today, um, I am going to honestly, I probably will turn on like her post notifications just to like really stay on top of it because I. I mean, Taylor Swift, she is not shy to speak up about literally anything. And so um, she took on Apple. She took on Spotify. She took on Scooter Braun. And I don't uh, put it past her to take on Ticketmaster. So um, I'm sure there will be an update on that. And, like, honestly, I'm keeping my fingers crossed because, like, I'll try one more time for tickets. Just, like, you know. just (laughs) There's that. And um, this last story is really, honestly, it's not funny. But to me, it's hilarious. Like, Candace Cameron Bure doesn't understand that she is her own worst enemy literally every single time. Every time, babe. It's you. It is literally you. And um, then, like, she gets this backlash. And she's like, Oh my god. She's like a cute, wonderful little Christian lady. Why does everybody think that I'm crazy? Why does everyone think that I'm mean? And um in that same message, she just like says the thing and it's like that right there. You said it again, that. So um for anyone who missed it the first time, um Candace uh had some backlash, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago. Um she is a conservative. She is um, a Christian, and she is not shy to talk about those values, which, of course, you shouldn't have to be. You know, if that's your life, that's your life. Um, however, it did become a slight issue when um, she does, you know, Lifetime and Hallmark movies for the Christmas season is really her, you know, cash grab. That's where she thrives. And so they did, um, the channel did like a kind of a little campaign. Saying that like Christmas is for everybody. Everybody loves a good holiday movie. Um, and obviously, like if you watch those movies, you know the romance is like what we're all here for. Give me that cheesy, snappy love story with the twinkly Christmas lights in a small town. 
I'm all over it. And they were like, you know, we just like really want to work to um, create a more diverse space. So we want to make sure we are focusing on all kinds of relationships, Um, not just like very beautiful white people in like (laughs) Minnesota-esque towns, right? So Uh which is only ever cool because that means more Christmas movies. Like that's literally when they said that, that's all I heard. More movies. I'm pleased. Um, Not so much for Miss Candace. She, um, you know. She didn't say it was bad, but she made it clear that she was like, you know, I'm happy to be a part of this channel and the movies that I'm in. And um, people were like, that was a weird response. And they were like, just saying, you know, we're going to focus on getting more people of color. We would love to highlight the LGBTQ plus community. And um, so many people were pointing out like, hmm. Is that going to be okay for everybody? And of course it wasn't. There was tons of backlash. And some of the comments Candace made during that time um, were troublesome. She then says this statement about how she loves everybody. She doesn't judge. Um, She's happy that they're focusing on, you know, all kinds of love stories. And that can only be good for everybody, you know. Christmas is so important. Let's just be happy. Rah, rah, rah. And everyone's like, okay, she isn't a bigot. She isn't homophobic. This is so great. And then she left that network. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's like, I don't understand why people still hate me. Like, well, you put out a statement that made you look very nice and welcoming and inclusive. And then you quit after years and years of, like, this being your thing. Besides Full House and Fuller House, this is why people know you. And you said, no, I'm totally fine with them, you know, kind of centering these other stories. I can't wait to be a part of it. And then you quit. And then you quit. So, like, seems to me like maybe that wasn't a genuine statement. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And then she follows up by joining a um pretty famous, like, very hardcore Christian, very, like, traditional values um channel. So she's going to be doing the same thing. and um. But it's all through the lens of like, you know, kind of each story has an element of faith. So there's always going to be, you know, that Christian values vibe. And Candace puts out this comment about like, she's just so excited to be getting back to it. And she's so excited to be um, working with this new company. And she can't wait to bring these stories to life that are centered around traditional marriage, which like, you're trying to convince us that you're not homophobic, that you yeah. didn't leave Hallmark Lifetime Network. Um, you didn't leave because of, you know, them wanting to open up to more diverse stories. Um, and then the first thing you say about your next project is that you're so excited to, you know, be honoring your faith and like working in this space that is centered around traditional values. She then puts up this crazy long thing on um, her Instagram story, just like, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's whoever let her post that. Like she needs to fire her PR. That was crazy. It's like, <laughs> I'm not mean. I'm not a bigot. We need a Christmas and Christian values. Boys should be Christmas. <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm so nice. But like, it gets mean to me. Then Jojo Siwa, um, you know, there was that little spat between them with the, um, she said that Candace Cameron Bure was the rudest celebrity she ever met. And there was that whole crazy thing. And so JoJo was like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have taken back my comments from before. I, you know, we kind of re 
reconciled and uh, rehashed everything. And it was, you know, we got to a nice place, but then it's like, so, you know, hurtful to then see you making such hurtful comments and like being so dismissive of my community's feelings. Um, and Jody Sweden from oh, yeah, I wanted to read what she said. She um, then comments on Jojo Siwa's post and just, you know, very subtly, you know, takes her side because um, the post is all saying, you know, kind of condemning Candace and her attitude and her comments. And Jody um, comments on it. Jojo, you know, I love you. Hmm. Um, which is just like, you know, your TV sister, just like very quietly, just like, but very publicly, but very subtly supporting somebody saying these things about you is um hurtful. And then there was another comment. She just, you know, kind of doubles down on her support of JoJo. Um, and then Hillary Burton from One Tree Hill fame reacted to it. And she was like, she's a bigot. We don't need to be giving her attention. And she is married to Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is so hot. And he called Candace Cameron Bure a twit and said she's not that famous because he didn't even know who she was. So (laughs) there's that. Honestly, I laughed. This was like all day long, every couple of hours, um, TMZ and like people were like, New update, new update. And I was like, wow, <laughs> crazy. But it's like really funny to me because the lack of self-awareness is like wild. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, I wish it's like your, I, I want to just like shake Cameron and I want to shake all the people around her. Like maybe just like talk less, just like talk less and like say your Christmas lines. <laughs> yeah, like say your Christmas, say your Christmas lines. <laughs> Go back to your house. Do the DJ Tanner. Go back to your house. Stop telling people your opinions on things. Like, stop it. Right. Like, yeah. we know that you're Christian. Like, we get it. We get it. I'm, I've been trying for years to ignore it because I like the movies. I like the show. But, like, mm-hmm. you're making it really hard. So, to put a button in it, somebody should buy her some friggin' duct tape. <laughs> For her mouth. Silence is golden, but duct tape is silver. Mm-hmm. She needs it bad. <laughs> so that's it. That's all. That's the three. And um, honestly, this week, I feel like it's been such slim pickings lately. This week, I was, like, overwhelmed with choices, but I feel like I chose the best ones. Yeah, they were good. <sighs> Speaking of good, our topic this week. Pretty good. Do you want to tell people what we're talking about? Um, sure, sure, sure. We are talking about self-care, self-love, and self-motivation, which is, like, really hard to come by these days, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, truly, truly, truly. Because life just goes – it just – it goes and goes and goes. And I have tried to schedule – like a last Friday, I scheduled a voice lesson and then my boss was like, actually, can you come in and work all day that day? And I was like, yeah. And I would usually just cancel the voice lesson. I was like, I'm not fucking canceling. And I was like, but I do have a voice lesson so I can either bring Taylor with me or like, are you going to be working from home? She was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I'll work from home. I was like, okay. 
I was gone for like two hours, but I felt so good after. I just needed mm-hmm. to like do something just for me. But it was just annoying that I had to literally clock out and clock back in. Okay. Yeah. Then yesterday I planned to get a mani pedi at six thirty and I had to go to wake, so I asked my voice teacher if I could leave or no, I asked my <laughs> boss, I was like I can I please leave at four? I have to go to awake. And she was like, Okay, I'll leave work ASAP. She did not get home till four fifteen, mm-hmm. which pushed everything back. And then I did not get into the pedicure chair until six fifteen. <gasps> I mean, I called them and they were like, Yeah, we'll wait for you. And then I was like, Well, I feel bad now and now I can't get the nails I wanted. I just got like a plain color and he punished me by making my nails so fucking short. <laughs> And he punished me was not where I thought that sentence was going. He punished me. Like, he was, like, going at my nails. Like, he might as well have gotten out a chainsaw. But I had my nails done. They still gave me the pedicure. Me and my sister were there together. We had some wine. And it was still very relaxing. But it just wasn't what I wanted it to be. So I'm still working on the, like, not... I mean, there was nothing I could do in that situation. What was I going to do? Leave the baby by herself? No. Yeah. Like, but I just need to really prioritize self care mm-hmm. more. Yeah, I think that because um, it is important. It really is, and, and like you don't see the importance until you do it, and then you're like, "Wow, I feel so much better." Right. Like, um, I think that like. I something I'm trying to be better about is like just as much as you're navigating life, you're navigating your work obligations, your social and like you know, you just have so many things in your day that you're managing um in life like you know, am I spending enough time with my friends? Am I did I call my mom? Like when's the last time I talked to my mom? I need to like make some time to tell this friend happy birthday and I need to congratulate this one and there's 700 holiday things coming up and so I need to make time to shop and be present and like you know like it's just so many things and they're all important and like you should absolutely make time for the things and the people that are important but I think it is just so easy to get so caught up in like I have this to do and I have this to do and I have this to do and I have this to do um and then like when you take a look at your to-do list it's like that's what gets pushed down every time where is my space where is my time for like me to like be and yeah. I think like what's really hard is society in general right now is in this very weird space of like for a very long time it's been very glorified to like work so hard and grind culture is such a thing and like you've got to be a boss babe and like like everyone's obsessed with like the idea of like it's all in your hands if you just work really hard. Like, I always see those Instagram, like, motivational posts that are, like, don't just go to your 9 to 5 and, like, work towards somebody else's dream and then neglect yeah. your own. And so now there's, like, this kind of wave of this trend on TikTok and Instagram where people are, like, let me show you my 5 to 9. And it's like people are waking up at 5 a.m. to like sneak in some self-care and then like, you know, nine o'clock hits. So then they work nine to five and then they post videos about what their five to nine looks like. So once we're off work, what are we doing? And it's like, mm, 
love that. That doesn't feel good. And like something about the self-care messaging on the internet right now, something about it doesn't feel good to me. Because one, it is great that people are acknowledging like creating this time for yourself and making sure that you and your needs are met because I mean ultimately like stress and anxiety are silent killers and like um I've learned especially over the past couple of years where I've like I'm working on getting over my like phobia of the doctor and like so much of like I don't go to the doctor because I'm terrified that I'm gonna go in and they're gonna like do a blood draw and they're like oh you're actually terminally ill um, and you never come to the doctor so it's like really bad because we didn't know because you never come to the doctor so I just like continue that but like that's an irrational fear and so like you know you gotta just like not do that uh but I did go to the doctor and I've been working to um you know get to a healthier track and like the one of the first questions was like if you had like on a scale of one to ten how stressed do you think you are on like a daily and I was like I don't know like a seven or eight and like my doctor's face was like what because it's like, then we get into like, you know, my actual well visit and he's like asking me all the questions and taking notes and checking out my things. And he's like, you're a very, very healthy woman, but you have like a lot of pseudo um, symptoms. And that is typical with people who have a lot of stress and anxiety because um, that energy, that feeling in your body, like it has to go somewhere. It's not like just a mental thing. And so it's like, you get all these random weird sicknesses and it's like, Fun fact, you don't have like a gastrointestinal issue. You're just like really nauseous all the time because you're so stressed. Oh my God. So that's crazy how it's I need like gut medicine and it's like, no, no, no. You actually just like need to like do less, maybe just like calm down a second, like take a deep breath and like uh, stop like uh, grinding yourself into the ground, maybe. literally one of the things he wrote down he sent me home with like a little packet of all my stuff and uh i'm not sure i understand okay siri me either babe well i'm not sure i understand okay okay we get it we get it i'm gonna just take this off because like now i'm scared of this freaky robot like uh literally one of the things was like uh manage my work-life balance and sleep more and like take my vitamins like a, did you do it? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But it's just like, I think that people don't think of it in this like very real, like not to be dramatic, but it's like a very real thing to like go into the doctor and they're writing you instructions about like you need to get your stress and your anxiety under control. Because like um, if I were to like list out everything that's happened to me physically, that like there is no, uh, there is no illness. I'm not sick. There's nothing wrong. It's just like I have so much anxiety all the time that it just finds different ways to manifest. It is insane how much is connected to like whether you do or don't give yourself some peace and like nurture your mind. Yeah, seriously. Like you have to take time just for you just because you're no good to nobody else if you're Mm -hmm. not at your best yeah so um something that I learned a really long time ago from a really good friend of mine was she was like um reality is relative and that's something I say to myself every single day because it helps 
in the moment when you're starting to get like stuck in your like little stress cycle of like the day. Like I feel like, you know, you wake up, you have a little bit of peace, you kind of like wash your face and start your day and it's like so peaceful. But then once you like have a couple sips of your coffee and you like get your day started, it then for me it never stops. Like once I open my computer, yeah. There's chaos and stress everywhere and that's just how it is until I fall asleep. Um and then I wake up and my jaw is throbbing because I have so much anxiety. I clench my teeth when I sleep. So um, reality is relative and you should always think about your day. as like each day it's relative. Um, some days will be very, very great, very, very high. Or like a day like I had today, very, very great, very, very high, but also very high stress and like not good. Um, and you just have to like give yourself space. Like self-care is not what these girls are selling you on TikTok. Like you got to wake up at 5 a.m. so you can have some quiet time and move your body because movement is medicine and like do all your fancy 10-step skincare because you're worth it girl like actually truly sometimes self-care is like doing nothing allowing yourself to lay down yeah just like put your phone on do not disturb it's like Sometimes, like literally, my self care the other day was um, I ate a fruit bar and I was like, I just like need a cry. So <laughs> I laid in my bed and I ate a popsicle and I like purposely watched sad, like little sappy TikToks and I just cried for a little bit. Yeah, sometimes and then I felt better, you know, like. Sometimes, sure, of course, movement is medicine, and you should make time for your skincare and all the things. But like, sometimes I find those videos a little bit toxic because now you're adding more to dos, you're adding more stress. And I like my way of doing it. It's like reality is relative, and you can't always say like, "This is how my day is going to be." Right. And just feel as it is. And self-care looks different for everybody. Like, maybe those people, like, that is their self-care. But, like, Mm -hmm. that, to me, for me, would be, like, outer self-care. And I'm really needing the inner. Yeah. And it's just, like, like, um, it's always different, too, right? Like, what I need today is not necessarily what I'll need tomorrow. mm -hmm. Totally. You know, what I needed yesterday. And so I think just, like, really the most caring thing you can do for yourself is, like, listen to yourself and your body. And, like, it's okay to, like, do what you need. Yeah, totally. And, yeah. And I'm finding that saying no Mm -hmm. is a new form of self-care that is less – it's more financially smart of me to mm-hmm. say no to people <laughs> than to like always get my money or always get my money. Oh my God. <laughs> always get my nails done. Always like whatever. But like, I haven't done it a lot. It is hard to say no for me because yeah. I like to have fun. Like I like to do all the things, but I have like our friends wanted to do this thing on a Monday and I was like, no. Mondays are Maddie's day. And I didn't even explain that to them. I was just like, no, I can't. I'm, <laughs> yeah. And I fully typed out the text and be like, no, like, I have so many things going on that week. I just like want to do nothing. But then I was like, no, you don't need to explain it to them. 
because you don't and like I think that that's truly like such an anxiety response of like assuming that you need to give all of these details all the time to like ensure that um you know the other person understands like it's like they don't actually need to understand um all the time Um, my roommate always tells me all the time like it's okay to like keep some pieces to yourself sometimes like you don't always have to divulge like why you don't need to apologize because also the other thing is like sometimes like it's hard to acknowledge what you're going through if it's like a sometimes it's just like not comfortable to tell the full truth right yeah like sometimes the truth is like you know what i hated work today and i hated how everybody talked to me and i feel like a fat blob and i just want to sit and drink wine and wear my cozy socks with pimple patches on and peace i don't want to talk to anyone yeah and because you don't want to hear anything to do with you right like you don't want to say that because then you don't want to have them be like oh my god no it's like no just let me feel this way and let me do what i need to do Mm -hmm. so like i think something like really caring you can do for yourself is just like which like this sounds so silly but like something that's been helping me a lot lately is like just being honest mm-hmm. and, but like still keeping that balance with like I don't need to get into every single detail of why I'm feeling what I'm feeling and why that means I can't go out and be social today but I can say you know what Maddie Thank you for inviting me, and I would love to come, but it's just really not in the cards for me today. Yeah, I hope you don't have to give a reason. And it's like I've acknowledged that I would love to go, but it's just not in the cards for me today for whatever reason. And it was, you know, it's kind and it's respectful. And like, if somebody gives you a hard time when you do that, then like maybe it's time for a different conversation. (laughs) Yeah, and it was like. And now, as I get older, I'm like, I need to to plan more time to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I could have said, I can't because I have to watch Dancing with the Stars. But it's not just that. It's, I have to watch Dancing with the Stars because I don't want to do anything else on a Monday night than sit on my couch in my pajamas at 7 p.m. and watch Dancing with the Stars. And that's really like 100% okay. (laughs) And it really should be. And it's hard for me to understand that for other people still. Like, because I'm always like, well, what? (laughs) But now I'm realizing that I need it too. So now I'm going to be more understanding of other people's needs like that. Which is only beneficial for everyone, right? Like, now we're creating a very, like, like, I don't know, like, a very true, actually transparent relationship between, like, whoever it might be. Um, And, like, that's, like, this topic always makes me feel so crazy. Like, anytime self-care and, like, self-love and things come up because I just have a really hard time um because I unfortunately um 
you know, struggle. I have some real deep-seated daddy issues to work through still. And it is hard when, like, um, I don't know. It just get, gets hard when, like, you get into this space where, like, it's just n- the norm to kind of minimize how you feel and what you need in order to, like, totally peace or avoid an awkward conversation or god forbid you like upset the boy you're dating like you know it's just like years and years and years of all of the things yeah then I just I feel so selfish like sometimes things will happen and I am so upset I'm so hurt and like feel completely disregarded and disrespected and I will say nothing I will say nothing at all because I'm like, you know what, if I bring it up, this person is going to then feel like I'm attacking them and like, it's mm-hmm. and where does the conversation go from there? There's not really anything good that comes from that. Blah, 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 blah. And, um, I like progressed and then ro- regressed because I was like, you know what? Putting my own feelings to the side, like, it's not helping me. Like, it is sure maybe creating a temporary piece, but it's not actually helping anyone. Um, The last guy I was, like, dating pretty seriously. It just was, like, that works for a time, right? Like, your feelings are still your feelings, and they don't go anywhere because you don't address them. And, like, you're creating this very fake sense of peace, but it's not actually real. And when it comes out, it, boy, did it come out. Um, There just happened to be, <laughs> I don't even know what session was that day, but... You know what? I did have a few um, novelty-sized cocktails because I did think the cup was very cool. And, you know, what? The vibes were there. I don't know what. The Holy Spirit jumped into my body and said, you know what? We have a message to share today. And exactly my greatest fear did happen. I stood up for myself. And that was kind of the start of the conversations that led to our end. And I was like, God, I should have just shut up. But then afterwards. Yeah, but that would have been bad. Right, because, like, afterwards I went through this very, like, oh, my God, why would you say that? See, this is why you just, like, shut up. But then, like, afterwards you get over, like, the sad hump and it's, like, no, like, standing up for myself is not disrespectful. And, like, while it was so sad to go through the breakup, I then was feeling much better. I was less anxious because I wasn't walking on eggshells and, like, Mm -hmm. Like, being a version of myself that wasn't, like, full and complete. <laughs> like, right. there is such a pro to, like, just giving yourself space, to be honest. Like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta just let it all out. That is, any self-care that, re- or anything that relieves your stress and just, like, lets you air everything out is self-care yeah and I think that self-care does become easier as you like nurture your relationship with like Mm self-love oh yeah we should get into that like self-love I feel like I always was thinking of like very very surface level you know like you you know I'm so pretty oh my god I okay like let me I'm gonna stand in the mirror and I'm gonna tell myself three things that I like and it's like no 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 self-love is like the day my therapist said to me not kidding shout out Winona changed my life three what would happen 
if you just allowed yourself to think that you were worthy of more? What would happen if you just let yourself think that you are worthy of other options? You always are talking in these like, this is what's available to me. So this is what must happen. I just have to choose out of these things. But like, you are worth other options. And I was like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> she was like, well, just like that story you just told um, it was about my favorite ex-boyfriend, the phrase I'm not allowed to say anymore. Um, I was like so distraught over like, I can't believe that I like have to just like own that I was the bad guy this time. And like, now, like there's nothing you can do. You don't fix it. It's just like you've created a hurt that, you know, that, that there's no reconciling. And like, I'm so sad. I was going to marry him. Like, and she's like, but I don't think you actually like him that much. I think that you liked that he was okay with like the version of you that you were, which was like not your best. You were going through a hard time. And he still was just like, eh, we can get married. When you're done yeah. fucking around, I'm done fucking around, we're going to get married. And it's like, you don't actually care to marry that man. But that's what's available to you. So you just are like, okay, great. He said he's going to marry me. That's what we're going to do. Mm, like, if you just not? allow yourself to feel worthy of other things, it's not so sad that you two aren't talking because he doesn't sound like a very nice person. Right. <laughs> and I was like sobbing. I like couldn't even respond. I was like, oh my God. It took me a full, like, I don't know, decade and some change to realize I don't actually, I'm not, he's not my soulmate. I'm just like, convincing myself that okay great great talk great like yeah uh self-love is um you know realizing that sometimes you have bad habits sometimes you're selling yourself short and you need to like acknowledge more than just i have bags under my eyes but it's okay it's like that's great but like maybe let's dig a little deeper in there <laughs> dig a little deeper mm-hmm a movie that I've seen. <laughs> um, but yeah, you are so right. I never even thought about that. Because I'm totally like, well, I have bags under my eyes and it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally just finished putting my makeup on and I was like, well, still ugly. No. <laughs> but it's, you know, I'm getting my period. It's hard. Not it's hard. But I think that just like, no, no, I'm no. really working on my self-love. Yeah. Um, so But I, it's like really something you have to work at every day. Truly. And it's like honestly self-love on like a real and consistent basis is very hard because everyone's their own worst critic. Mm -hmm. Um and it can sometimes be really hard to turn off the voices um, that are saying all the bad things and pointing out like, oh, those arms are looking mighty soft. Yeah. The hair is looking a little crisp. It's like those things just like over and over and over, they really get to you. Um, but I feel like I've tried to adapt this like, I get to mindset when I notice myself getting into like dark spaces or, um, you know, 
kind of that thought cycle. And honestly, like something, so like my alarm to wake me up in the morning, I have like a few couple of like emojis to kind of remind me my mindset for the day. And so I have a little, you know, the cross emoji um, because the first thing I do every morning is I thank God for waking me up. And I feel like that is the best way I can think of to start my day because yes, maybe I'm feeling ugly. And yes, I am looking at the scale and the number is far larger than what I would love to see. And I am not feeling 100% fulfilled in several areas of life and blah, blah, blah. But I woke up and I'm alive and I have an opportunity to like have a day. And like some people didn't wake up today. And then I kind of just Mm -hmm. go from there. (laughs) So I kind of try to like set a very like grateful, thankful moment in the morning. And then it's like, you know, it's okay to acknowledge all the negative feelings that might, you know, ebb and flow throughout the day. But like having kind of like little set and of course, like maybe saying thanks to God is not for everybody. So like you've just got to find your personal motivations. but like. Those are the things that like help me on the the scary days. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't really have anything. As I have mentioned, I'm still working <laughs> the self love portion of my life. But you know, one thing at a time. Well, um, something that some people in my family do is like you know, um, I've talked about this a little bit before. Is you celebrate um, New Year's vibes on your birthday. Um, not like popping champagne and confetti, but like really doing that like self-reflection and like how was this last year of my life and how do I want to improve going forward and what was really hard and what would I like to see accomplished? Like I think maybe we'll do like a little mini snacks, like a little part two to this episode. Um, Cause I think right now you're just in a, like we kind of talked about in the last episode, like such a season of change and like, the closing of your 20s and the start of your 30s is a big deal, right? Like you're entering um, a next little milestone of life. And um, so I think like it's natural to feel all the things, right? Like you're turning 30 and that's an unknown. But also your 20s, so much happens in your 20s. And so I'm sure you're reflecting over those and like I don't know I'm sure like the things that motivate you today are not the things that motivated you when you were 21 and the things that you dislike about your body now maybe were something like you loved before and like maybe who knows as you age like it's better like a fine wine like Mm -hmm. hopefully you know so I think it'll be interesting maybe six months from now we'll still check in and see how you're feeling see how you've fostered this relationship Okay. <laughs> Last but not least, self-motivation is also something so hard because, like, nobody's going to motivate you to do anything. Nobody on the internet motivates me to do anything most of the time. Um, and it's so annoying because I'll get, like, bursts of, like, okay, now I'm going to send out emails and I'll reply to emails. And then, like, if one thing goes wrong, I'm like, okay, well, then I'll just not do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, bye. Like, my motivation is so, like, quickly turning. Mm-hmm. 100%. And it's, I honestly, um, that's one I don't have a, I don't have a quick tip for because um, I'm still hashing that one out myself. 
uh, like, this is probably not healthy or great. But currently, my main source of motivation is like, is that how you want to feel for the rest of the life you have? Yeah. Like, because you don't know how long your life will be. And like, is this how you want to feel? Is this how you want to live? Is this how you want your body to look? Your bank mm-hmm. account, your relationship with your friends, your family, God, like, is this what you want, like, your life to look and feel like forever? And so it's like hard, like, you know, on the days that you need to just like check out, obviously do so. But like, earlier I was really melting, literally over shoes and a sweater. Nordstrom and I was like freaking out I was like are you really going to let this ruin like you have such a fun day ahead of you tomorrow and it's like such a special time for your friend it's not even about you um and like I don't know I hold birthdays so special so I'm just like so excited to be a part of like such an important day for you and like I was really gonna let it be ruined over a sweater, a leather jacket, and some boots. (laughs) And so I took a deep breath and I said, you need to like recenter for a second and calm down and just like find a solution. It's like figure out a solution and like also shut up. You have 75 shirts, like just pick one. It's really bad. (laughs) Um, And so like sometimes honestly, it's just like, I think I bully myself a little bit. Well, sometimes I, you have to bully yourself because, yeah, that's how I get myself to work out most of the time. Well, on Mondays, because then once I do it Monday, then it's fine. I'll do it every day. It's just Monday that's the hardest. Because it's just like, on, no one's going to care. No one's going to come in and save you. Like, no one is ever going to care about you as much as you do. And so, like, if you don't set that tone for yourself, like, what are you even doing? Like, really, truly, what are you doing? Yeah. And that's literally what I say to me. <laughs> like, the bar is so low, and you're shocked that the men you date are disrespectful? You're disrespectful to you. So, like, of course you allow them to talk to you like that. Listen to how you talk to yourself. Like, what? <laughs> like, you have to set the tone somewhere, and it's like, truly, right now, I feel like I've been working so hard at just, like, bettering myself and, like, committing more time to being able to show up for snacks and like a better more intentional way to like support growth and it's yeah the thing that's motivating me is like I could just like lay in my bed and watch TikToks and feel like I'm seeing all these girls who are so pretty and so and they're traveling and doing such cool things and making so much money and dating lots of boys and I could just like lay here and feel sorry for myself or it's like why don't you do something about it make some (laughs) why don't you like do something too and like you can have that too you don't have to sit and watch other people do it you can do it too but you have to like believe in yourself Oh my god, are you related to Glinda? I actually am. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and tomorrow I'm going to self-motivate 
um, drinking all day. Nice. I don't even need to motivate myself to do that. Literally, I was watching um, Wheel of Fortune with my grandparents earlier because we're obviously a family based in academia. Like, we're so smart. But no, my grandpa just like really loves that show and I'm so good at it. And one of the like phrases, the like last one, I guessed it so fast because I am a genius. And I said, oh my God, it's starting early. They get through all the letters. It's starting early. And I said, that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. Yeah. Like, literally, I have um, a lover boy espresso martini in the fridge. And when I tell you there is such a loud tick, 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 tick going on in my head, I can't wait to crack that sucker open tomorrow and just like thrive. Like, yeah. Like, tomorrow is really a celebration because I think that um, the more fun we have, the higher we set the bar for. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I am starting to really rebuke the like idea of like aging being terrible and like, I just like don't like the jokes and the conversation around it. And so, like, obviously, it's not my birthday. But I'm absolutely going to do my part to make sure to set that bar very high for you also. Yes. Thank you. Because as my great friend Hannah Montana says, life is what you make it. So let's make it rock. We will make it rock tomorrow. Um, But so basically the moral of the story is you got to take care of you first. You can't take care of anybody else. If you don't take care of yourself first. Oh my god, it's like the airplane. Mm-hmm, you exactly. gotta put your own oxygen mask on because you can't help people if you can't breathe. Exactly. And, and like, if you're too stressful, you can't breathe. Or if you're too stressed, you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, you've gotta take care of you first. and take then time like, for you. Everything else will kind of, like, fall in line. Like, I think I just figured out the recipe. I would say the instructions are you start with self-love and you really curate that relationship with yourself. I feel like that needs to be your foundation first and foremost. Then you've got to figure out like what motivates you, what's your why, what's your intention, what are your goals. And then just like throughout life, you maintain that self-care and you kind of just like manage that relationship as it plus and then like you are golden yes and short love you what are, what are we talking about care for you love yeah. you and motivate you and mm-hmm. then you'll be able to do it all for others too amen amen and you can follow you can start <laughs> If you would like to um, donate to our self-care, you can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at snacks underscore in the city. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore snacks in the city. You can follow us on YouTube snacks with an X. And you can follow Brie on all platforms at Brianna underscore Irene. You can follow me on Instagram at Maddie Grissetto. And you can follow me on TikTok at angelpuppies19. And with that, Snacks out. <laughs> <laughs>